oh, 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 it's me, Dracula. I, uh, today on NPR, I'll take you through my life story. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, it's October 12th, 2020, and it's not six anymore. It's seven. It's... Wow. And I'm Nick Cease. Uh, so it's thrown me off my game. And this is Bottle Crow Beta? No. This is Jackie's Chow. Well, they already they already heard it. You don't have to do it again. This is unnecessary. What if you could actually play your nose like a kazoo, like a cartoon? I mean, if you put a kazoo up there, you can. I guess it does make it does make sense. Nick, I have turned into Seven Detmar. Hello, Seven Detmar. It's me. Sick niece. And uh, we'll we'll get into why in Ooh. a later segment. Okay. But first, let's talk about just some basic-ass Jackie's chow. Let's do uh, it. I wonder if we have any Filipino listeners. Um, because I made, uh, I'm, I, may, I may butcher this pronunciation, I apologize, pancit palabok, which is a, uh, a traditional Filipino dish. It's rice noodles with chicken and shrimp. And it's got like eggs and and you know like it's 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 interesting, right? I was like, mm-hmm. pancit's a dish that I've been meaning to try for a while, um, and it fucking sucked. Oh, <laughs> and that's I'm the one who made it. Yeah. So the reason I ask if there are Filipino listeners is if you have a if you have a hot <laughs> recipe for pancit. Please, please send it to me at Six Detmar on Twitter, or you can send it at Bottle Crow. Uh, I am sure Pancit is good. I just know that mine was atrocious. What what happened? What was the end product like? At least describe well, it okay. objectively to, for us. Let's see. First of all, just the um, the recipe I was using, the ratio of rice noodles to everything else was out of whack. It was just a sea of rice noodles with very little else. Oh, um, that's no good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. The chicken didn't have a lot of flavor. Um, there was a uh, um, the achiote, I think, is what it is. Is the um, like the the um, one of the like a very a Filipino seasoning that I used. Mm. Um, and I didn't achiote anato. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, it had this interesting, like slightly bitter flavor but i didn't know how to complement it like i think the recipe was not up to snuff Mm. and with a lot of dishes i have now gotten enough expertise like today i cooked some i cooked some uh stir fry right i cooked a like a beef and cabbage stir fry um and i looked at the recipe and i said this doesn't have onions this needs onions and so i just added onions right Mm. because i've got a sense for it i don't have a sense for filipino cooking and so i don't know like I know it wasn't very good. I don't know what I should do differently. Uh, there's, so there's it was mostly just like a, a bad flavor? So like, you know, too it many was, noodles and just, then a, a not good flavor? Yeah, too many noodles. So the noodle flavor, which is, you know, rice noodles don't taste like a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Um. So there was sort of a lack of flavor overall. And then just like what was there, I feel like was kind of under-seasoned and not that interesting. Hmm. 
Um, so it's just like some bland, some un, unfamiliar but bland food on a lot of rice noodles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Very, very. Um, I would love to do do this dish justice. Um, have you cooked anything interesting lately, Nick? I have, but I think we're going to have to save that for later, Six. Really? What? I have a sunshine good energy blueberry lemonade here. Let me, oh, uh, before I take a drink... <laughs> It's uh, You can find them at drinkthesunshine.com. We've got 70 milligrams of natural caffeine. It's uh, naturally sweetened with no artificial flavors. And it is supposedly a bubbly harmony of flavor, function, and feeling, which is, I believe, what the Bottle Crow shirt has printed on it, right? Uh, yeah, it says it tastes like sunshine. So keep in mind the flavor of sunshine when you are drinking it and let me know how it compares. Okay, here we go. What if hmm? blueberry lemonade tasted like fake blueberries and fake lemonade and then also like sunshine? There's some sort of weird flavor going on here in addition to the extremely artificial blueberry lemonade. It's hmm. Oh, it's got to be some sort of awful artificial ingredient that's in like some sort of kids candy that i very well they say remember. they say specifically that there is no artificial flavors colors or sweeteners exactly okay and of course as always i have a glass here so let's what the okay it's it's uh it's like a blueberry purple but it's very clear oh it hmm. is not a blueberry purple it's like what if a rosé had a, a few drops of blue food coloring put in it I'm looking for a list of ingredients on this shit. It's just, it's weird. It's yeah, it's got to have some sort of special artificial ingredient thing that's in like some sort of awful kids candy that I remember very vaguely. Um so I'm looking at the ingredients list for the ginger berry flavor. Mm-hmm. Um so interesting, here's here are things to note. It says no artificial colors, flavors or sweeteners. Doesn't say anything about preservatives, and it <laughs> appears that there is good reason for that because uh, let's see, I'm seeing here. Uh, oh, what, weird! I can only see it in the preview. When I actually open the page, it's not here. Um, uh, potassium sorbate, monopotassium phosphate, uh, malic acid. Oh, it does have some stevia, so not art. That's not an artificial sweetener. That's a natural sweetener, but it is not sugar. So that makes so sense. So I've got my ingredients list. I keep in mind this ingredients list is printed vertically on the can, so I kind of have to like tilt it at an angle mm. and hopefully won't spill it on myself. You should tilt uh, your head. That's usually my strategy. It's a, I'm doing a combination here. You know, I'm a professional. Okay, okay. I have to keep. Oh, you're, my, you're meeting it in the middle. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, filtered carbonated water, pure cane sugar, uh, citric acid, calcium lactate, magnesium citrate, sodium benzoate, and potassium sorbate. There you. There. Uh, for freshness mm-hmm. monopotassium phosphate potassium citrate mm-hmm. malic acid organic caffeine sea salt fruit and veggie juices for color stevia red yep uh, niacinamide calcium pantothamate pyridoxine hydrochloride maltodextrin cyanocyanobalamin yeah i'm really interested yeah. in cyanocobalamin oh uh, yeah i can also barely read this it's so small 
Uh, so I have Googled uh, cyanocobalamin, and it is artificial vitamin B12. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, it's used for people with anemia, so uh, I should probably get some of that. Okay, uh, honestly, I think I'd prefer one of the Red Bulls. I'd prefer the Red Bull Blue Edition. You know, Bull, I'm not surprised. Just, they are consummate professionals. Like, this is, it's interesting. This is new. I appreciate the lemonade, like, fake lemon and the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, the Red Bull Blue is pretty good. It, like, is not offensive. And this is just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it shakes things up a little bit. But if I were a person who drank these all the time, I, I you got to go back to the Red Bull colored editions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to put this aside for now. Because what I'm really here for, Six, and what I'm stalling for, is for my pizza pockets to cool down. Uh, excuse me? I've never had pizza pockets before. Wait, is that the right uh, name? Am I using the are, right are, name? Are they Hot Pockets pizza flavored? No, they're like the pizza pizza rolls. Uh, Mini pizza. Like to- they're like Totino's pizza rolls? Yes. Oh, pizza rolls. That's what it is. <laughs> I threw away the box already. I don't know what they were. I, I realized as I was pulling them out of the oven five minutes after we were supposed to start I'm recording. I'm just imagining, like, Kang from The Simpsons going, bring us more of your pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah. These delicious yeah. saucy pockets. <laughs> yeah, I got the combination flavor, which is like... That's a... that's the best one. You, put, you chose really? well. Yes. Yeah, it says it has, like, the pepperoni and the, quote-unquote, chicken and beef pizza filling. And like mozzarella or something, fake mozzarella. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's basically sausage. It's chicken. It's like pepperoni and sausage. Perfect. Yeah, I've never had a pizza roll before. Wow. But I remember wow. you you were having them one, or you're like, ah, I'm going. I gotta go get my pizza rolls. I'm not time. like they're not good. Right, they're not good. They're <laughs> enjoyable. They're not good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like set your expectations, right? Okay. This is this is very much like uh, I want to shovel some hot cheese and tomato into my mouth, and I don't really but care where it comes from. I can absolutely get behind that, a hundred percent. You know, sometimes you well, need some that's... hot cheese and, and sausage. Well, here we here we go. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so unoffensive. I feel like the uh, maybe I could have kept them in for longer, been a little bit crispier on the outside. Mm. That's solid. Surprisingly, not awful tomato uh, sauce thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you know it's it's just a, it's just a nice little just a nice little thingy. Mm. Just get a tray of those, and you have like five or six of them, and then you're like, okay, I'm starting to get tired of this, and then you finish <laughs> your all ten of them, and there are like five left, and you're like, I don't want to eat these. Yeah, yeah, I can see myself getting to that point very soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh, Nick, pockets. are we ready to talk about our, our top story? Unfortunately not. <laughs> but more have segments to, I, have to, I have to eat one more pizza roll pocket. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, now that I think about it, hmm. Emma's definitely have, has to have a pronunciation for pizza roll, right? 
I mean, probably pizza. And, I mean, I'm sure she has pizza Tostitos. and roll. Pizza roll. Emma saying Totino's. <laughs> uh, Emma does not say Totino's. Does she mm-hmm. say pizza roll? What is pizza roll? No, she does not. Well, she needs to start doing branded content, you know, expand her brand. Sure, sure. Sure. Okay. Oh, that reminds me of the... Okay. Um, oh, which do we want to do for... I feel like we'll really lose it if I did the other one. Okay. Six. Yes. There's seven, a, actually, but, you know. Seven, sorry. Seven. There's uh, There's something that uh, I hope I hope you're ready for. I hope you're you're going to desire this. I want you to want leak. I want you to want leak. All right, sure, I'm here for it. Uh, if you if you'd said hot or haws, I would have taken off the headset and walked away. <laughs> but <laughs> so what I actually made this week was um, I had a. I don't know if this is, I don't think this is how it's usually sold. I had like a sauce, a big, like two inch, three inch diameter sausage roll type thing of polenta. Of mm. like sun dried tomato flavored polenta. And I had pre, I like opened the, the package of it and cut off a few slices. It's like condensed polenta or something. I cut off congealed. a few slices. Yeah, congealed polenta. And it said, hey, do what, like whatever the hell you want with us. You can, you know, fry us up or whatever. And so I, I did that. I fried up some slices with like some sausage and like peas or something. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was a really good. A little cake? Yeah, a little polenta cake. You just like throw it in a pan with some fat until it gets crispy. It's pretty, pretty easy tasty. It's an interesting flavor. And then the reason we're, uh, we're wanting leek today, uh, it also recommended, like, hey, you could try to, like, reconstitute this congealed polenta in some sort of liquid and then serve it like grits. I'm like, hey, that's a that's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I had a just so happened to have a can of coconut milk. And so I heated up a, th- a can of coconut milk and then put, like, a bunch of diced up congealed sun-dried tomato polenta in it and kind of, like, let it simmer for 15 minutes and then it kind of like reconstituted got like thick and dissolved completely more or less and it was awesome coconut milk sun-dried tomato polenta was amazing it was like a combination of grits and risotto because it was really rich or like rich feeling because of the coconut milk but then it was like it was like a grain it was like gritty it was Unfortunately, blender. I absolutely hate sun-dried tomatoes, but I I do too. Yeah, really. It, yeah, even so, it, huh? Huh? There's it, what's what's so awful? It's like it's They're too gritty. condensed, gritty. Yeah, yeah. So just something not right about it. I think maybe you know something about like boiling it in coconut milk helped or something. Hmm, interesting. And there wasn't so a lot of flex in there. Yeah, it was kind of like adding some richness. A uniform orange color already, the polenta. And it was great. And I uh I think I made two meals that I I put it with like eggs and something. One thing, and then I had it with like toast. 
Hmm. It was interesting. Yeah, but I feel like uh, it was a... Like, I'm going to have to f- buy more polenta to do that with... Not like sun-dried tomato flavor, but like... Coconut milk polenta is awesome as like a base for... Like, I would put a, a piece of uh, fried fish on that. Like, pan-fried salmon on top of polenta, coconut coconut milk polenta. Hmm. Some, like, lemon dill salmon or something. That would rock. And it, it was the first time in a while I've cooked with coconut milk. And I'm like, oh, my God. God, how good coconut milk is. It makes everything smell awesome. There was a stream of there was a period of time where I was having uh, Thai curry, which is of course made with coconut milk. Thai yellow mm-hmm. curry, oh. uh, almost once a week. <laughs> I got very sick of coconut milk, but it is good. Mm-hmm. It's very aromatic. Mm-hmm. Makes everything smell good. I hadn't smelled, you know, hot coconut milk in a while. There's no good Thai food around me. It's awful. What's uh, a bummer? Yep. I will have to become the Thai food. Indeed. I know Indeed. Thai food. Um, don't like that. Say one more quip. <laughs> I have to eat uh, another peach ball. Folks. Mm-hmm. I have some terrible news for you. Mm. I have decided, I have I have changed my name temporarily. I'll go back to six okay. eventually. But I've changed my name to Seven Detmar in protest of Taco Bell. <gasps> no. I am kind of sick of Taco Bell's bullshit. Now, before we're talking, first we're going to talk about some gold for meat. Gold for meat. This is a journey into money. Loads of money. Now, before we get into that, just real quick, Mm -hmm. uh, Subway is now doing a buffalo chicken sandwich. (laughs) If you've ever had any buffalo chicken sandwich before, you know what it tastes like. I tried it. That's good. It's a buffalo chicken sandwich, you know? Yeah. They take chicken. They put Frank's Red Hot on it. It's fine. Nice. Um, Yeah. Now, as we all know, Taco Bell has been cutting down on its menu, right? Mm-hmm. And Famously cutting out, like, potatoes and stuff. Potatoes. They got rid of, like, the, like some of the tostadas. They got mm-hmm. rid of the quesarito. They got rid of a lot of fan favorite items. And the explanation that was, that was floated was that they were doing this because with COVID and everything, they needed to work on their supply chains, right? They needed to make it easier to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they have a couple of new items since we last recorded. I think uh, the Dragon Fruit Freeze was not out back then, was it? Mm. No, didn't um, we? We had a whole thing on what a Dragon Fruit tasted like. Right. No, you're right. We did. Well, that, but that was based on, uh, that was based on a, uh, a different segment who I can't yeah. name because I'll have to play the bumper. But oh, yeah. That's fair. Um, but dragon fruit is not a thing that they stock at Taco Bell. So this is a new <laughs> item that they had to get new supplies for. Mm-hmm. So, and what's more then also one of their new items is the grande stacker folks. I've had a grande stacker. You know what it is? No, it's a tortilla with cheese and ground beef. Wait, it's nothing. <laughs> it's also got, it's also, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing like it's fine. You can eat it, whatever. But like, this is what 
Taco Bell's turning to is like, listen, we're going through hard times. We're going to make a dragon fruit freeze, one of our like 90th freeze that we've released this year, like a starburst <laughs> freeze. And and also just like we put a bunch of dog food in a tortilla. <laughs> I'm pissed at Taco Bell. Is the is the like it's a grande stacker. I guess I'm looking at the picture because like it's a beef tortilla, uh, beef quesadilla that they've like folded over three times, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that you could yeah. put it in some sort of you know feed bag for a horse and eat it easier. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that is that is how they serve it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's like a crepe. It's like they're trying to serve it like a fancy crepe place. Yeah, like a Japanese crepe almost. Exactly. A scoop of ice cream <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. I just, it's like, I ate it, and like you know, you can put it inside yourself, right? <laughs> None of those ingredients are like mm-hmm. unbearable, but it's just like what. If this is what your test kitchens are working on these days, Mm -hmm. I'm fucking out of here. And so in protest, for the first time in my life, I ate at a Del Taco. Oh, my God. I assume this is some sort of California chain. (laughs) Uh, It's a little bigger than California. But, yeah, it is a a, uh, Mexican fast food chain. Um, I have once before been to a Del Taco. Uh, because at the time I was going to Taco Bell and they were closed for renovations. So I pulled into the, Daco, Taco, the Del Taco drive-thru, looked at the menu, and then reversed out and drove away. <laughs> wow. What a uh, power but this move. Time, but this wow. time I was like, no, Taco Bell, I hope you're watching me as I pull into this Del Taco. <laughs> and I order a Cholula Crispy Taco, which is a new item, mm-hmm. a chicken cheddar quesadilla, and a chicken crunch burrito. Because here's the thing. Uh, I did this out of protest. Their menu really doesn't appeal to me very much. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the a- website, and what immediately comes to mind is checkers. This is like the checkers of Taco Bell. It's not a it's not a bad comparison. Um, I think like you know they have a fish taco, which if you're into fish tacos, that's something that Taco Bell doesn't do. I can see why they have an appeal there. But like mm-hmm. one of the things is their chicken is like is like a clearly like a diced chicken. Oh yeah. Um, and that's weird. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. It's just sort of like, I don't, hmm. Okay. I'm not sure why you did this. Um, and I don't know. I I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't super impressed by any of it. I will, especially like, I will say their quesadilla, Taco Bell's quesadilla is so much better than that that chicken cheddar quesadilla. Mm. Really not that impressive. Uh, chicken crunch quesadilla was all right because it had, uh, some manner of corn chip. It was not branded, so I assume it was not a Frito. But it was like, oh, it's like the it's like a chicken version of the beefy Frito burrito. This is good. Hmm. Um, and I like Cholula, but the Cholula crispy taco was kind of lame. Um, um, and so I was like, okay, so Del Taco isn't the substitute I need, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we're seven instead of six because we've classed things up. I took it to the next level, and we are going to take it. When you hit the hit the soundboard, Tafata's tapas. There are basically no clips of Fata talking. <laughs> wow. So uh, Fata's tapas, of course, our new segment. Where we are talking about local restaurants. Mm-hmm. Gold for beat. We talk about fast food, but especially in these these hard COVID times, you need to support local business. Like and Fata. so I have 
I have talk I have here to talk about uh three local Mexican restaurants I've been trying out recently. Ooh. First off, the easiest one, the tamale guy. They sell tamales. They're fine. I don't know. They were really cheap. That was one thing is they were like, hey, it's like like a buck fifty a tamale and they'll just give you this bag of tamales. It was impressive oh, in that way. That sounds good. Um, I mean, they kind of all the thing about the thing about tamales. I like a good tamale, but they kind of all taste the same. See, like me. if I wanted to have a tamale, I don't know. Like I'd have to make it. I don't know where I could get one. I'm mm. sure it's somewhere like I don't live. I live pretty close to Baltimore. Well, actually, when I was at Del Taco, they had a sticker on the drive-thru window that said, tamales are returning soon. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently, Del Taco uh, is soon going to have tamales again. Um, Then I tried the... I'm I'm familiar with it already, but I went back to the local joint Los Hurritos. Los Hurritos is a place that does, I would say... It's interesting because I think if you're a vegetarian, they actually serve you better because I think they do good cheese. They mm. do a really good chili relleno burrito. Their uh, their refried beans are very good. Their beef dishes, like they're, they're pretty much any of their meat dishes, it seems like they don't understand how to do that. Because like if you order carne asada tacos from them, mm-hmm. they give you uh, two corn tortillas. With a pile of carne asada on top of it, not a very big pile, pretty pretty scant serving of 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 that, and then like roughly chopped lettuce and some poorly diced tomatoes on top of it, and that's it. Mm, that sounds it's like not... Chipotle style, like fast food Chipotle. Honestly, Chipotle is better. Oof, it's those tacos kind of suck. It is helped by the fact that they, you know, anything they do, they include their salsa, and their salsa is good. Okay. Um, but yeah, any ordering ordering. A meat-based dish from Los Cerritos. It's a rough experience. I don't recommend it. <laughs> um, and then finally, I tried out Patty's. Patty's Mexican food, which is a place that I have had. It's an interesting place. Okay, so it is in the sort of like 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 mini like shopping mall area next to a grocery store near here. Mm-hmm. Um, in their window, they say best Mexican food in town. They're or I think they might just say best food in town. Um, Damn, must be true. And they're open from 11 to 6. A very weird window there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And they're not open at all on Sundays, of course. That's common with Mexican restaurants. Um, and especially on Saturdays, but like, you know, Fridays or anytime if you come around, if you pass by that area around like 5, there is just a fucking line. And uh, the most recent time, I've tried it twice now um, in a short period of time, um, I finally was tempted to pull the trigger because I walked by and there was a bit of a line, but it wasn't that big. And an old lady who was in line gestured me over and explained to me how great this place was and that I really (laughs) needed to have some. Wow. Um, And like this, and she's like, I own a, you know, I own like a, uh, I think she owned a, uh, like a craft store downtown. And she's like, but I always make my way up here. This is just, this is the best food around. Um, And so I got in line. um, And uh, first time I ordered a carne asada burrito and some um, chicken tacos. Mm -hmm. And those were okay. Um, And then um, I mentioned it. I mentioned it to a coworker of my dad's. Which, like, the fact that I was even talking to her is weird, but it just happened. And she's like, oh, they're the best. And I was like, I really wasn't that blown away by what I had. She's like, did you have the shredded beef? 
And I was like, no. Um, she's like, you got to have the shredded beef. Um, so I went back again, and I got three shredded beef tacos, and they were fucking incredible. <laughs> they were honestly astonishing. I think they're the best tacos I've ever had. Here's one of the things is they make their own tortillas, like, and they don't just like make them at the beginning of the day. They make them to order. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it takes kind of a while to get your order, but like you're getting this hard taco that is like they made their own, they pressed their own tortilla and then fried it up for you. And it's just astonishing. It's so mm. good. Um, mm. It's, it's also kind of funny because they have, they have, they also have pretty good salsa. I would say Los Cerritos is better, but they're still pretty good. Um, it's hard to put the salsa on the tacos because they cram the tacos so full of stuff. There's no fucking room. <laughs> You have to eat like a little bit of taco of like like lettuce and cheese off the top. And yeah. also that's the other thing that's just a weird vibe about this place. Um they're cash only, like okay, whatever. But also the the cheese they put on their tacos is just shredded cheddar cheese. <laughs> which for a Mexican place is really mm-hmm. strange. Pat, Pat's Mex they, there's something patties, yeah. there's something brewing at Patty's. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, in conclusion, uh, seems like a very uh, strange place, but I can't argue with it. It's excellent. <laughs> can't argue with the results. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of people in like reviews and stuff referring to it as a hidden gem. Um, <laughs> this person here <laughs> says that they <laughs> travel across four states three times a year to come get a burrito. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not necessarily, I don't think it's that good, but it is very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is, this oh. is where we are at Taco Bell is I'm like, I'm taking the advice of random old ladies telling me to get in line <laughs> at a restaurant rather than go and Taco get a Bell fucking, this. <laughs> get one of your fucking dragon fruit freezes, you assholes. <laughs> if you didn't I'm... have Baja Blast, you'd go out of business. <laughs> it's true. Honestly, like I'm looking at the Del Taco menu, they have Beyond Meat. Mm-hmm. Like they have shre- uh, crumbled Beyond Meat and stuff. They've got like they have burgers, they have fries, they have shakes. Like this is where yeah. this is where Taco Bell is going to go when you know they win the food war, right? I I was really I was when I was waiting um, in line, you know, drive through obviously at Del yeah. Taco. And they had like art on the side, which was like really like um, sort of like abstract shapes. And it was like, oh, there's like there's a taco. And then next to it was a burger. And I'm like, do you know where you are? <laughs> and then I got up to the menu. I'm like, no, they actually have a burger. What the hell? Where am I? Why do you have a burger? <laughs> they have a burger. They have shakes. They have fries. They have chicken. Sand- like, Well, here's the, here's the thing, actually. People don't. I feel like people don't give this credit. Um, this is very much like a California Mexican thing, but a lot of Mexican places around here do like carne asada fries. That's very much a thing. Oh, that sounds really good. It is. It is. It's like off, awful, or, uh, extremely heavy, like Mexican poutine with protein. Yeah, it's 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 intense, but it's very good. Nice. Well, we're in while we're in this segment. I mean, do you have any fast food or or local eatery stories for us, Nick? Oh, you know, I bet I hmm. 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 Oh. oh. I don't think I do. I don't think I do, but I'll I'll think about it for next time. 
Okay, that's you know what for fun. You're valid, but but should we uh should we do our, our other should we announce the good news? Let's announce the good news. Let's do it. Do you want to do it or should I? I don't know what the good news is, Nick. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) What do you you mean, Six? How could you forget? Mm. I'm just going to sit here until you say something, because I don't know what we're doing right now. I had to take a swig of sunshine. Mm. Oh. You needed another second to regret your taking a swig of sunshine. I did. I did. I really did. I just reflected. Well, we're very excited to announce that uh, we're Gregnan. (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> That's right. In nine months, we're going to have Greg Schur on the show. Are we? I just decided it now. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm fine with it. Greg hasn't accepted, but you know. <laughs> There's nine months till he pops onto the show. And I think the nice thing is on a lot of shows, this would put the guest, the potential guest in a really awkward position, right? <laughs> Because they would be like, well, I guess I have to do this now. Yeah. But like, I think especially someone like Greg, who's listened to enough of this show, knows that if Greg really doesn't want to be on the show, he can just refuse and it will just be another part of the narrative. <laughs> There's and no way to lose we'll here. completely forget until he reminds <laughs> us the day of. Like, so uh, when are we recording? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll have uh, the Bottle Coast Secretary put it on our calendar for us. Six. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We'll go to the doctor. I I can't stand when people say we are pregnant. It, what do you, do you have feelings on that? Yeah, it's, it's it just it. I know why, but it oh, it just yeah, I don't like it. It, it rubs me away. Yeah, it's very strange. If you, I feel like I'm okay with you saying like we're having a kid. We're expecting because you're gonna yeah right because it's like in that instance it's like you're going you're having you are also going to be in like. A position of ownership of this kid you are going to be taking care of this kid it is mm-hmm. i mean like legally speaking <laughs> yes like their name is on the title for the kid yeah right i mean that's what do you think that's a birth certificate is dog <laughs> <laughs> what's it gonna take for me to get you in this title today okay good 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 pivot you're good like pivot. take you get in the get you in this Ooh, wait oh geez Ooh. oh god <laughs> grande stagger um Nick, I don't know if you have any news on this on this front, but I was thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't do home improvements of New Earth. That's your thing because mm-hmm. it, it could have been our oh. thing, but then your home became the house of New Earth. That's true. And, and my house isn't the house of New Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so first off, do we have any updates from that? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. You're drinking again. Or eating pizza rolls. I'm eating a pizza roll. It's the best part of the podcast when Nick eats. <laughs> um, I'm getting ready to do finishing things. Wow. I'm looking well, at paint colors. In honor of that, mm-hmm. please enjoy what I'm playing right now, which is the new and improved <gasps> Home Improvements of New Earth Reborn theme. Defend this tower. Condor has been slain. Uh, 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 u
it's it's not going to say reborn <laughs> in it. I'm saying that once. It's not going to be a recurring bit, but I, I'm redoing the theme. Okay. I'm excited. It, was, it is so it's long. Like, it's it like, yeah, so it's, like, it's like, I know it's only 30 seconds long, but it does feel like oh, it's a solid yeah. fucking minute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, one of these days need to drive to the one Home Depot like an hour away that has the plaster that I'm doing for my walls and get the rest of it because I did another test wall and I did a lot better. I didn't put very much on the floor at all, you know, dumping it on the floor off my hawk. Mm-hmm. And I think I've got it down enough to do some walls. I'm going to do the walls that will be hidden mostly by kitchen cabinets and backsplash. Mm. And then I'm going to tackle the ceiling, which usually you'd want to do first because I'm sure I'm going to like splatter on the walls and everything. But mm-hmm. the ceiling is going to be the most noticeable part because it is like a single ceiling that spans the entire length uh, width of the house. So I want I want to do a get some practice in on the walls that'll be <laughs> more or less kind of hidden by uh cabinets and a backsplash of tile or whatever as long as i keep it moderately straight i don't have to have a perfect finish sure sure but then i i gotta look at paint colors so like i'm looking at paint now wow never How thought far i'd we've get come here. i know yeah. i remember when it was like hey i can't sleep in my house because of what i've done to it <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to imagine what it uh, used to look like. Or I feel like there was an episode where you were like, "Hey, so at some point my oven might ex- or my like stove might explode. I don't know because I was working on gas lines or something. I don't remember. We, we, we've had a we've had a <laughs> not quite, but I, something like that. I can uh, totally imagine. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been a real it's been a real journey. Oh yeah. Um, so the house I'm in, I don't own, and so I can't do home improvements here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can do. Housework of the Storm. Nice. (laughs) Very nice. So... Uh, here at the House of the Storm, uh, I've been uh, rearranging some furniture and doing some things. So I got a new uh, like big tall dresser. So I had two short dressers in my room, mm-hmm. um, and the sort of you know thick like clothes and stuff were distributed between them. And I replaced them with one nice big one that I'm looking at now uh, next to my bookshelves. And then I m- removed one of the dressers and then moved the other dresser that was in better shape underneath in the closet so my setup i have one room right Mm -hmm. i have access to common areas but they are not mine to decorate and and furnish um so i have a tv in here and it's in the closet and the closet's just permanently open it's one of those like really shallow but very wide closets yeah um and so the tv is like mounted on the wall and previously Mm -hmm. underneath it to like just to have something to put stuff on i had two file cabinets <laughs> that were like ancient file cabinets. like you couldn't pick, oh, like yeah. when i went to move them i was like this is they're light this should be fine and they just ripped apart in my hands <laughs> uh they were not in great shape um so i replaced them with one of the dressers and now i have this setup where i have all hooked up to my TV at once. This is like, this is, gosh, this is wild, right? I have a PS4, an Xbox One, a Switch, an SNES Classic, and a PS2. 
Ooh. And I also like turned on my TV and like named all the inputs. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's ah, I feel so fancy. Also, I've just got tons of open space now, which is great. Um, it's the open concept. Yeah. Of your room. So, so one of the things, like part part of part of the lesson of Housework of the Storm, is hey, we've a lot of us have been stuck at home, a lot this year, and uh, one uh, environmental depression is a real thing. If your house oh, yeah. looks like shit, you feel bad. You may not even realize it. And then also, just it helps the feeling, like the feeling of like claustrophobia being stuck in your house if you just make changes. So. That's my recommendation. Nick doesn't have nice. to deal with this problem because Nick's house is permanently in a state no, no, of flux. No, no, no. I actually, <laughs> I definitely do. In you know, in absolutely different ways. Like uh, uh, Saturday, I had some family come down, and they stopped by my house for a little while. And they, <laughs> so my cousin and her family, they did not know what state my house was in. So that was good. You know, walking in the door. Oh, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is my house now. Yeah. But like I had to clean up two uh, two tables, like the two tables that I have. One's a fold out table. One's like a like a porch glass and white plastic table. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. But like on the fold out table, I had a bunch of work stuff. I had like my soldering iron set up and everything. So I put that away, and then I cleaned both of the tables, and I kind of like organized the mess of tools and fasteners and stuff. And in addition, because like the kitchen part is clean right now, because I'm currently like plastering the walls there, like most of my floor space is clean now. And even just like walking into my house and, you know, seeing the clean table that I used to just have my soldering and like electrical components strewn onto being like clean. It's, you know, it's a I I love that feeling. I'm someone who loves that feeling of like, hey, I cleaned or like organized something and now it's more functional and like less cluttered. I absolutely love that feeling. So I know what you mean. That's excellent. I'm For really... me, sometimes it's, you know, vacuuming up toxic insulation and drywall. Sure. I can appreciate the, the finer things as well. Hey, here's a, here's a thing I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Um, with your, um, what what's what's my brain doing it just it just stopped i'm sorry it does this sometimes it happens um you have a soldering iron you said right yep i have heard of these tools you you tell me if you have one of these that like if you put solder on a thing and you don't want it and you like you heat it up and like hoover it off or something oh yeah solder sucker how the hell does yeah. that work? That's wild. <laughs> it's exactly how you said. So the you can buy really cheap ones. That's like five bucks or whatever, and it's plastic. And it's like you preload. Imagine a syringe that works the opposite way. Like it's spring. So oh, like you mean you, a syringe? <laughs> yes. So like imagine a syringe that you depress the stop the plunger or whatever, right? Uh-huh. But that plunger has a spring on it, and it's loaded with a trigger to release the spring. Okay. So you basically depress a plunger and it stores, you know, some energy and then it's got a, a little trigger on it. So what you do is you take the soldering iron and you heat up the solder, you flow the reflow the solder, and then you try to, as soon as possible, move the soldering iron away, stick your solder sucker on it, and you press the trigger and it goes that I can't wow, I can't make a good pop sound. I mean, that, but it that's, like that it bad. sucks it up. Huh. 
And are you using silver or lead solder? I suddenly, I randomly heard a lot about solder recently. Oh, wow, you know, I love to talk about solder. Uh, and also, well, the solder sucker thing too, it's usually for through hole stuff, mm-hmm. which is when a component like has a lead that actually goes physically through the board, like sure. a connector or old older resistors and capacitors and stuff. And then they make ones so you can buy the five dollar plunger and then you could buy like a multi thousand dollar one that's like it has the soldering iron built in so like imagine a little vacuum pump gun that also has an end that heats up to you know 800 degrees and it'll just like do it automatically it's very fancy i see but the solder that you usually use will be well I'm actually probably more behind the times because I work in space to build space stuff, electronics. Mm-hmm. And in space, we still use leaded solder. Well, the thing I hear is that the silver, the thing I hear is that silver is really annoying to work with. It's safer, but it's really annoying to work with. Silver is one of the popular lead-free solders, but there's like a few different alloys that they use now. Mm. Like silver, the thing is silver solder <laughs> for plumbing, actually. Silver solder is a thing. And it's different than like lead-free electronic soldering, or like you can actually get you know higher percentage silver solder for brazing or different soldering stuff. But for like most commercial electronics, it's true that like the lead-free solder is harder to work with. It's like it flows worse. It's less shiny. It's sometimes less strong. And the whole point of lead is to stop a thing called tin whiskers. Which is this really freaky thing where if you have pure elemental tin in a vacuum, mm-hmm. and then you apply like a voltage on it, right? Like say you have it at five volts and then you've got like a ground, like you have one conductor in the middle of a board at five volts and it's just tin. And then you have like a frame for your board or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the voltage differential in pure vacuum, tin literal like whiskers will form over time. Like really what? thin strands of tin will just try to spider their way out to like is short like, everything out. Is that like vibrations in the particles from the electricity? It's like a property, like I think zinc will do this too, but tin is the worst. And like it's killed a lot of space hardware, they've realized. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, so almost nobody in industry, especially in like first world countries, like nobody uses leaded solder anymore because of rha it's like some agreement where like everyone said like hey we should stop using lead leaded solder and so you know the processing is harder but in space we still almost exclusively use it because it's so good like lead is so good at stopping those tin whiskers which destroy things huh yeah plus i mean you know if it if you're sending like poisonous lead somewhere it's in space (laughs) fuck them (laughs) yeah I mean, it can come back down. A lot of this stuff comes back down, but yeah, it's all about the, all about the quantities. I think uh, only ESA, the European Space Agency, is like starting to qualify lead-free solder for space. Hmm. But because it's space, everything moves really slow because it's you know government. So it'll be like twenty years before we try it, probably. Sure, and it's also, I mean. There's there's naturally I think, you know, this is this is gonna be funny for you because I'm being like, Oh, this is how the space industry works when I don't <laughs> fucking know shit. But I think it makes a lot of sense that the, that like there would be slow ad, like adaption in, in that area because it's like you want technologies that you know are going to last because if there's a like if there's an issue, 
you can't just go patch it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like if you're like, oh, we'll try this new solder and it's like, oh, darn, doesn't work great. If you're doing that to like pipes or like, you know, like a like a, a server, you can just be like, OK, we'll go work on it. If you do that to a, a probe out by Jupiter, <laughs> I guess that probe's gone. Yep. You're just kind of <laughs> fucked. Yeah. The magic word is uh, it's the H word. It's heritage is what they call it. Like, oh, you mm. have to, you want to use things that are heritage and that they've like flown before and are good. Sure, that are that are proven to proven. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's hard to kind of push for new things, really. I don't talk to you as much about your work because I'm really stupid and I feel like I just no. wouldn't keep up. But it's interesting stuff. Yeah, like the silver solder is also higher temperature. So like on the mm. instrument that I'm building right now, we have like our electronics all use regular solder, but then there's some parts that are like external that'll see you know more direct radiation from the mm-hmm. sun and from Jupiter and stuff that'll get to like much, much hotter. And oh, so, so they have to be silver soldered solder. with silver solder. Because yeah. otherwise the, mm, the radiation, but also you'd also probably have a problem as it, again, I know this, but <laughs> you'd also probably have a problem with like, there are electronic parts where you can't use silver solder because it would get too hot and it would damage the electronics, right? The solder itself wouldn't get hot. It's more about like, oh, oh no, I do know what you mean. And yes, you're correct. When you try to reflow the mm-hmm. part yeah 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 there's a whole like parts are often specced with like how long you can hold a soldering iron that on them for like what temperature mm-hmm. so like a data sheet will say oh you can use like a 800 degree soldering iron for like 10 seconds and you'll be totally fine huh. so yeah if you're trying to use silver solder which like i use silver solder for the home home improvements of new earth soldering for sweating on some of the fittings i had to use and i used uh, a torch because it's way hotter right huh yeah what about osmium <laughs> <laughs> uh we're actually using palladium like we have a uh, the sensor part of the thing that i'm building it has like three exposed conductors on like a little circular plate and to protect them from radiation and environment and yada, yada, yada. It's like, I think it goes copper, palladium, and then gold on top or something. But we're all like, ooh, palladium, Iron Man. Uh, it's just got a really, really high uh, melting point. Is that the idea? Not melting point. It's more about probably, well, like you don't want it to oxidize, of course. So you always play mm. copper with something. But then mm-hmm. I don't know why it's just not just copper gold. It has to be something about the radiation, maybe hmm. causing like copper. Copper will like migrate to the surface of stuff often. Sure. Especially, I mean, it like, has the a Van der Waals radiation of 163 there you go. PM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Wikipedia. Ha. Ha ha ha. Might have to give you your own segment for that one of these days. <laughs> for just, you know, leaking government secrets. Wait, exactly. This is a bad yeah. idea. <laughs> we have a Wikipedia page, actually, for our instrument. It is very out of date, but... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember finding it. Oh, that's it right, I yeah, sure. Yeah. And being like, no, I think I found it. You told me the name oh. of it, and I was like, hey, is this it? And you were like, oh, that's wild. <laughs> also uh, wrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's fun uh, to see. Yeah. Well, Nick, uh, do you want do you want A or B? Uh, let's go with B. Okay. Well, let's talk about Jack Snacks. Uh, 
I forget what Jack Snacks is, my God. We talk about snack food, it's fine. Okay. Oh, you mean the music? Like pizza rolls? Oh, that too. Yeah. No, honestly, pizza rolls could have been in Jack Snacks. Um, but pizza rolls yeah. are review. I don't I don't know what the Jack Snacks bumper is. I I know I have Jack one. Jack 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 Snacks Jack Jack Everybody Jacks. Jacks Jacks Jack Snacks. It already exists. You can't do this. Jacks Jack Jack Snacks. I don't, isn't WAP, is WAP like the new song? I keep hearing people talk about WAP. What? What? WAP? What? WAP? WAP? What? What, there... you, what are you talking about? <laughs> There's a new song, like a new popular song. Yeah, I'm sure someone WAP made a new song WAP, in right? the last year, Nick. No, but like it's a, isn't a, a super popular song? Is it WAP? Okay, hold on. WAP song. <laughs> I've got a new way to WAP. J Dash WAP. No, this is 2012. I'm going to try WAP. <laughs> Um. Oh, yeah, it's it's Cardi B WAP featuring Megan the Stallion, T H E E Stallion. I sure. said certified freak seven days a week, wet ass pussy. Oh, make that polite <laughs> game week. Yeah, woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, these are some <laughs> these are some good lyrics. Wow. Okay. Hmm. We'll have to give you your own segment where you analyze lyrics, but for now, yeah. Uh, so Frito Lay has a new Dorito for us. Oh, it is the got? Twisted Lime Dorito. I'm listening. So this is the perfect combination of tangy and heat with a mouthwatering lime flavor that finishes with a kick. Ooh. Uh, so basically, uh, they already had Doritos Flamin' Hot Limon, which obviously Limon, Spanish for lime. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were like, this is too spicy. <laughs> So the created what? Sissy Sorry, version. what were they like? This is too spice. Hi, it's me, the lettuce man. I I sometimes test taste Doritos, and I was like, I didn't know is if this much. was like the the uh, the lettuce man's Spanish like brother because I I thought it was I like. Can- I I cannot I, I thought do you had the Barcelona Spanish. List. I cannot do a Spanish accent. Uh, that's that would be that would go so bad. <laughs> Everyone would be so angry with me, including me. <laughs> That's too spicy. No, no, that didn't happen. Waving my hands. My nothing. No, no. Man. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, their flaming hot limon, but for sissies. And honestly, I'm a sissy, so probably. But it's lime. <laughs> it's lime. It's not lemon. Span- limon is Spanish for lime. I thought you used for lemon. No. <laughs> what is what is Spanish for lemon then? I don't know. Lemon in Spanish. It's limon. Wait, okay, then what's lime according to Google? Lima. Really? It could be a regional thing, maybe. Maybe it is a regional thing cuz I, all I know is I've had I've seen plenty of chips that say limon. In other places like the Dominican Republic, limon is used for both lemon and lime. That's probably it then. Okay. Okay. Interesting. 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 Well, that just leaves one segment that I have planned. I I don't know what horrors you have in wait for listeners, but um, I'm the true horror. But I was thinking, uh, it's been a year, but it's time for us to do our duty again and help out Mercurial 
and be the Spectre Protectors. Spectre Protector Nick, we figured out Spectre's age, kind of. Mm -hmm. Kind of a a very broad range. Yeah. Um, but we can get some we can get some better data, I think. Uh, cause BuzzFeed says we actually know your sign just based on the Disney princesses you prefer. Oh, thank goodness. So we can figure really out, we can figure out her sign. Disney princess knowledge, okay. Um and not just that, you have to answer as Spectre, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first yes. of all, first of all, Elsa or Mulan. I've never seen Frozen, but I like Mulan. Okay, so Mulan's deal is that she uh, she uh, pretended to be a man to join the Chinese army so that she could mm-hmm. uh, do honor to a family's name and help protect her homeland. Yep. Uh, and she's really good at fighting, and she's smart. Mm-hmm. Elsa's thing is that she was born with ice powers that just keep getting more powerful, and she almost uh, hurts Time a lot of people. Time to spin the wheel! Um... But also, it's just a metaphor for being gay. I'm feeling ice. Wait, is it really? That that she has ice powers? It's not very subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if they make the the link, good for them. Um, Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think Mulan just has a better... But and Mulan's based on like an actual you know Chinese story or whatever. And also, I think uh, Spectre would have some some bad associations with ice powers. I think she's probably not a big Crystal Maiden fan. No, they wouldn't like hang out. I can't see them going like shopping being together. Rooted. <laughs> Please stop. I like to bath freely. Uh, all right, next, probably two more characters you don't know: uh, Rapunzel or Tiana. The fuck is Tiana? Tiana's from the Princess and the Frog. Uh, she is, um, she is a uh, really talented cook who is attempting mm-hmm. to open her own restaurant. She's very much a self-made woman, and it's kind mm. of the movie is kind of about like her, like she is a Disney princess, but like she's kind of the only competent person around in that in that movie. <laughs> hmm. She's just a very like, pr- a practical, hardworking blue collar lady, blue collar princess. I mean, you know, she's a Disney princess is less about being actual royalty and it I is guess about being true. part of a Disney pantheon. <laughs> the pantheon of Disney. But like, what is the story of the princess and the frog? Isn't it like, isn't it just like there's a princess and she kissed a frog and it was a guy? And well, I don't even know how it ends. That's the original Can you spoil version. It? In the princess and the frog, they both get turned into frogs. But the that pr- doesn't make any sense. It's not the princess frog and also another frog. Well, so... It's listen. It's complicated, uh, but basically, it's the situation with the frog. I don't remember if it's actually a kiss, but it is like, "Hey, do this." The 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 prince is like, "Hey, they do fuck. this." No, it's definitely not that. Um, oh, and uh, and I'll turn back to normal, and instead, she also turns into a frog, and she's like, "Wow, this is bullshit." And is it like the opposite of Shrek, where they're both? Or wait, no, they are both ogres in the end, right? What are you doing in Maswamp? Who is this? Who okay, is this? so 
I'm not going to talk anymore about this. You're going to have to answer the question. Rapunzel looked I forget who the... Oh, Rap- uh, I feel like Spectre could get behind the ridiculously long hair. It's like her uh, her spectral dagger. It's just hair. It's the Arcan- That's the Spectre Arcana. Rapunzel Spectre. I'm going to yes and here, even though you're not really making any sense. Uh, what do you mean? Cinderella She's got a long trail. Hmm. I didn't hear the first choice. <laughs> Cinderella or Belle. I don't think it's Cinderella because Cinderella kind of just has shit handed to her. Listen, I know she works hard, but none of Cinderella's actual She works uplifting. hard for the money. Well, she works hard, but not for the money. She works hard, no. but then all the actual events of Cinderella have nothing to do with her hard work. It's about her, her feet. It's about foot stuff. It is kind of about foot stuff. <laughs> Let's go with Belle. Okay. <laughs> the the, the uh, Stockholm Syndrome victim. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Spectre, Spectre being like, you know, maybe Tuckies isn't so bad. <laughs> uh, Ariel or Jasmine? This picture like of Ariel. Jasmine they picked is really. <laughs> she is giving. Uh, she is giving a very. Oof, oof. She's giving a look. I'm gonna. <laughs> so all six is enchanted. No, uh, it's, I think no, it's that's get... not. <laughs> You misunderstand here. Let me let me just use the snipping tool built into yeah, Windows. Yeah, snip, snip, snip. Uh, and then DM with Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that jazz. <laughs> oh, oh God. What happened to her eyes? <laughs> I don't know. This is the wrong frame. This is like a scrap frame. Oh, my God. This is like either she's like really bad at giving bedroom eyes or she's about to sneeze. I can't tell. Look at, look at what is that? part called like the not, it's like the distance between her eyelid to her eyebrow is <laughs> huge it's a gulf <laughs> it's a gulf it's absolutely it's like old it's like the painted on japanese ancient japanese strange eyebrow thing but like the entire eyebrow it's terrifying that said it's definitely not art at all it's got to be jasmine what? I Ari- feel like it is Ariel because like Spectre is she's like morphed from what she was originally. We don't know what but, she was but originally. That's what we're trying Ariel to is morphed by choice and she gives up well, she does give up her voice, which I guess Spectre can connect with, but she gives mm-hmm. up her voice to get feet, which Spectre deliberately does not have. But it's a similar thing, I feel like. No, also also Spectre gave it up for power, which is Ariel literally did the opposite. She had power and she, she gave it up she to, wanted be with the a, man power. to be with to she be with to be with a dude she was crushing on. Yeah. Ariel's <laughs> a pretty bad character is the thing. <laughs> what okay, give one good point of Jasmine. Uh <laughs> she's got a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Ship it. Um click that button. You're right. Are we doing Jasmine? Uh this is I, I this I'll is let you, I'll let you decide. I'll let Fate decide. There's, I don't you know, know enough I, Disney songs. I think I think we can go with Ariel here because okay, it's like a transformation and like losing yeah, yeah. the voice and yeah, it is kind of up. It's a it's a compliment. And now one where you'll definitely be useless: Moana or Merida. Who? Uh, so Moana's from. Uh, I've heard of that movie, but yeah, Moana's from know. you know Moana. Um, yeah, I don't know what happens, but. 
Uh, so she is uh, the leader of... A frog? She is the leader of her tribe. Well, she's going to be. She's the daughter of the leader of the tribe, and she's going to take over power next. But she's mm-hmm. like, no, I, like, I've been responsible my whole life. I want to actually like have an adventure and stuff. Um, and she just can't wait to be king, or...? No, it's kind of the opposite. She doesn't really want to be king. She's like, listen, I'll do, oh. I'll do the right thing. She's a responsible lady, but she's like, I kind of like, she has basically wanderlust, right? Her song mm-hmm. is about how like, listen, you know, like, I don't want to let people down, but like, I look out on the horizon, I'm like, damn, I just want to go there. That looks yeah. sick. Which, you know, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Merida's very much, Merida's like a tomboy with issues with her mom. What movie is it from? Brave. Nobody watched Brave. Oh, wait. She has the red hair. Yeah, she has the she has the big fuzzy okay. red hair. She has the bow. She'd be a ranged hero, so not her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moana sounds better. You yeah. know, Spectre's on a journey to not, you know, go find a, a place to take pictures of for her Instagram. But you know, she's on a journey to find herself. So, do you know the astrological signs and what they mean? <laughs> what they mean? I, I mean, like I know what, what they're them. supposed to mean. I'm such a Libra. I know. I know very little. Um, so you are. So Spectre is an Aries, mm-hmm. a Tauros, or a Virgo. They've narrowed it down to that. Okay. Um, I don't know what any of those mean. <laughs> Me neither. Tweet at, at SIX. No, let's just, let's just look it up. Let's just look it up. This isn't hard. Okay, okay. You're right. Uh, okay. Aries, Toro, and Virgo. Okay, Aries. Aries, um, Aries is uh, courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, passionate, but also impatient, moody, short-tempered, impulsive, and aggressive. That seems possible. In Greek mythology, the symbol of the ram is based on the chrysomalus, the flying ram that rescued Phrixus and Hela, the children of the Boeotian king Athamas, and provided the golden fleece. Uh, Tauros, a reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, stable, stubborn, possessive, uncompromising. She's not a Tauros. No, absolutely not. Uh, And then let's check out Virgo. Uh, Loyal, analytical, kind, hardworking, practical... Uh, shy, worry over criticals. Okay, so she's she's a Aries. Got it. <laughs> she's an Aries. We have it. Most myths generally view Virgo as a maiden with heavy association with wheat. <laughs> oh, farming. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's okay. Aries, it is. Yeah, it she's she, right. she's a she's a what twenty six to thirty four year old Aries. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. What is? Do you know what a sign ruler is? No. Okay. Uh, in astrology, a planet's domicile um, is the zodiac sign over which it has rulership. This is a separate concept from the houses of the horoscope. A planetary ruler is given to each sign over which the planet is said to have a more powerful influence when oh, positioned Mars. therein. It and Virgo here. is Mercury. Well, it says Aries is Mars, and I really like the idea of her just bossing Mars around. So, okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> just her, like her haunting into Mars's off lane, not to fight, just to be like, <laughs> "This is my hi. farm. Piss off, little man." <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. So there's a there's the constellation Virgo, but then there's a zodiac element, which is Earth. There's a zodiac quality. Uh, this is all for Virgo, which is mutable. The Why are you still on Virgo? She's which is not Mercury. a Virgo. I know, but then like I'm just reading the the different things that go into this astro- astrological sign. There's a detriment, which is Jupiter and Neptune for Virgo. There's an exaltation, which is Mercury and Pluto, and then there's a fall, which is Venus. Okay, so what what the fuck is what I too know, many what too I many know planets. about Aries is that mm-hmm. her element is fire, which makes sense. She gets a radiance often. Okay, her quality is cardinal. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, her color is red, which you know purple is a reddish. Her day is mm-hmm. Tuesday. <laughs> her day. Wow. Uh, her lucky numbers are one, eight, and seventeen. <laughs> and she was born between March 21st and April 19th. Hmm. Uh, guided by the story of the Golden Fleece and Aries is ready to be the hero of the day. She's the leader of the bunch. You know her well. She's an Aries. Oh, Aries are really good with boundaries, apparently. That's interesting. What? What does that mean? I don't know. Listen. Oh, uh, me? I'm an Aries. Okay. I'm really good with boundaries. Listen, if it wasn't clear, if you mm-hmm. are into astrological signs, I think it's a load of bunk, but if you have fun with it, that's fine. That's basically But I'm it. so... We need, like, an expert. I wonder if... I wonder if this... Are you seeing the new transfer? We got to talk about it. Ha- so, <laughs> if people haven't been seeing... Eternal Envy has been going through a transformation recently. Oh, I thought you I thought you were going to say I thought you were saying have you seen the new Transformers? And I was like where are we <laughs> going? Hasbro, Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. My god, if you don't follow uh, Jackie on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, he's like lost a lot of weight. He seems taller, which is not the case, but like he has like a snazzy new haircut. Maybe it's better he's, posture. Better posture, absolutely. I don't know, maybe he's working out, changes, you know, your back and abs and stuff. And it's like, I don't he's like wearing makeup in every picture. And then he's getting two full sleeve tattoos of Dota 2 heroes. And he's like 20 hours through his 50 hour color Dota 2 sleeve tattoos. Like, I don't even recognize this Jackie anymore. This this is no longer Envy. This is, uh, this is Jack E. Yeah, it's it's it is a pretty you know Nick is for once not really overselling it. It is a pretty shocking transformation. He's it's like he's growing up. He's gonna become a Korean pop star or something. Imagine Jackie Mao on the Genius or Crime Scene. We lost. We do not have room. We do not have clue. We do not have clue. <laughs> uh, yeah, no Dota, no Dota play. Like Gino, our our favorite uh, StarCraft two player. Well, StarCraft one player, he didn't really play very much too. Um, makes makes a good performance on on the Genius, but I really don't think there are any Dota players who could who could hack it. No, no. Except for I would love to see Nahaz on the uh, South Korean game show that we're talking about on uh, the new new old new podcast, The Garnet Wager. Uh, I'd love to see Nahaz on like the Genius. You've got because he'd he'd try to be really smart and he might actually have really good ideas 
but nobody would listen to him. Or you've got... <laughs> and he would get so pissed. You've got the bandage man being like, I remember, no violence or theft, even to property, that means you, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Smash his mom. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Well, Nick, that's that's everything I had this week. I Oh, wait. I lied. The actual oh. reason we had to record... <laughs> We're going to Jackie's Mound. Go, go, go. Wait, 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 wait. Team, 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 team. Get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. See that leg go after it. Uh-oh. No! Deep to right center field. Back to the wall. Drive home safely. We lost. Do, 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 do. Nick. Step on up to the plate. We were recording a uh, episode of The Garnet Wager a few days ago. Mm-hmm. We were. And we almost stopped before we started because of the events that were going down in Blazeball. Blazeball, the internet uh, fantasy sport. sport. Baseball gay-based game thing. Sh- sure. Yes, that thing. Yeah. The, like, the fantasy baseball adjacent sp- sport. Uh, sport. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, season nine just came to, as we're recording this, uh, season, season 10 is now underway. Um, mm-hmm. Season nine, the end of the discipline era, was a, a harrowing time in many ways. Um, first off, for, for the uh, illustrious. Uh, Unlimited Tacos, my favorite team. I own an Unlimited Taco shirt now. Uh, our our star player, not our best player, actually one of our worst, but our star player, uh, Non, ended up getting... So there's a thing that can happen called feedback, mm-hmm. which basically uh, is a chance for two players in the middle of a game to switch teams. Of course. Um, and uh, non has been put in a state of like permanently like like sort of, sort of, it's called flickering, basically like a permanent uh, like f- like feedback warning. Like he could be f- feedbacked at any moment, basically. Um, mm. and so he's kind of gone on a world tour because of that. Uh, first he left the unlimited tacos and went to work with the Houston spies for a little while. Um, and then he went off to the uh, Mexico City Wild Wings, where, um, if Fannin is to be believed, he learned the wonders of the culinary experience, which is spicy milk. It appears to be carbonated milk mixed with Frank's Red Hot. Ooh. Oh. Apparently, uh, okay. Nan says it's very good. I'll trust him. Um, and then uh, Nan was transferred from there to the current home, the San Francisco Lovers. Um, so just, just non-watch here, non-a great player, uh, obviously non-N-A-N, uh, because... As in, not a number. Right, yeah. not a number, because of some, uh, dimensional fuckery that occurred to the tacos. Um, but that's, you know, that's just building up. The real story, I think, uh, we could talk about some other season nine things. We could talk about, you know, Polkadot Patterson and the Hall Monitor, but what we really want to talk about is uh, first off, uh, congratulations to the Char- Charleston Shoe Thieves for winning season nine. But 
winning the internet championship series was not the end of their story for season it has nine. cost. The peanut, the enemy of all baseball fans, uh, has uh, been trapping players in giant peanut shells. It's called being shelled. Um, and at the end of season nine, after the championship, uh, the peanut showed up and summoned every player that's been trapped in a shell. They seem to be like mind controlled and made it play against the Charleston shoot thieves in like basically a baseball boss fight. Uh, it's kind of buck wild. Yeah. We saw it happening live. We did. We did. It's it's baseball is like it has you know it has like a quote unquote live play by plays of the simulation of games, mm-hmm. and instead of like you know a bunch of games, it was the team who won the league, and then it was like oh it popped up a giant. It's like Undertale style, mm-hmm. you know, picture of a a giant peanut. So and it had to be taken down. Yeah, we're we're waiting to see what happens from that. Uh, I will note right now, um, it's it's still day one of of season ten. Well, it's day twelve because that's how this works. But like the first day of our world, of season ten, tacos are eight and four. Wow, which is like yeah, you you guys are at the bottom of your league. We're always far, we are right? always the bottom of the league. Right now, <laughs> we're at the top of our league. Mm-hmm. Um, that won't hold. We'll fuck it up. I count on it. I hope for it. Uh, we have one pitcher because of... I've talked about the sacrifice on here, right? In case I haven't, let me refresh everyone's memories. <laughs> uh, so we had that thing where um, some players got shelled. The peanut put them in shells and they couldn't play anymore. And then we found out, we figured out through context clues that at the end of, I think it was season eight. Mm, it was season seven, I think. Um that uh, 10 players, the 10 players that were at the top of, like, the, the idol page, which is, like, the ones that are, like, the most liked, as it were, um, mm-hmm. were going to be shelled. And so the Tacos ran a campaign to the other teams being like, hey, you should put all of our pitchers in the top 10 so we don't have any pitchers. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, and it worked. We did it. We all pulled together, and we got every Taco pitcher shelled. Um, and... The outcome of that was that we were given the pitching machine. Mm-hmm. Since Blazeball is text only, it is unclear if the pitching machine is literally just like a traditional pitching machine or if it's like a robot or if it's just a dude with a weird name. We don't know. <laughs> Most people assume it is just a pitching machine, especially because uh, during that boss fight, we'll get to this, it ended up batting and uh, it didn't swing once. <laughs> <laughs> It it struck out looking after catching one ball. <laughs> so catching, I mean, like you know, taking one ball, whatever. Excuse oh, okay. Me. That's all I mean. Maybe it's dodgeball rules, like you could catch the ball and the pitcher is out. Maybe you know? that's not. I mean, right now we've got some teams have to run five bases, so anything's possible. <laughs> nice. Um, but so then, then the taco got. Uh, the, 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 then the uh, the pitching machine got shelled, but one of our pitchers, uh, Sexton Weirer, got unshelled. Um, and then the season ended, and the whole thing with the with the um, the peanut summoning all the shelled players. So now we permanently only have one pitcher. It's not that we have one pitcher and the rest are uh, in like stasis. They're gone. Mm-hmm. If you click on the ta- if you click on the tacos roster, it is tiny now. We have nobody. <laughs> it's the secret to your success. 
Uh, I mean, we do, you know. Got to start small. You should probably idolize uh, Sexton Weirer because uh, he's going to pitch every game, which means you're going to get a lot of coins from him. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a wild, wild world out there. And uh, I'm just I'm just happy to be participating in the cultural event of baseball. We are all love baseball. We are. Uh, I hope the peanut gets what's coming to him. Fuck that fucking nut. Fuck. Well said. Maybe maybe for no nut November we can destroy it. <laughs> we'll be there soon. Soon enough. Yeah, yeah. We just need to survive a few Crazy. more weeks. Hmm. Nick, do you have anything else for the folks? I have no folks left to give. Okay. Well, with that note, then we are going to call it a show. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Nick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, You can go to www.thechicks.com for the latest on the formerly Dixie Chicks uh, new album. All right. And if you think my tractor is sexy, you can uh, Venmo John Deere. Is the connection here that like since it's the Dixie Chicks, they're like like chicks, like like baby chickens. So it ceases geese. Is that what we're doing? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm. Yes. OK. Yes. All right. Sure. I did think about that. Great. Uh, mm. Do you think Mickey Mouse lays? <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Shut up. I'm ma- not. No, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> but I feel like Mickey Mouse would, <laughs> you know. Just doesn't feel so right. So if you want Mickey to find Mouse me on Twitter, I'm at six step R S I X D E T T M A R S E V E V E N T T M A R. I might just have to uh, like beep out what Nick just said because it was awful and he should feel ashamed. <laughs> I should. Um, if you want to find the I show should. on Twitter, it's at Bottle Crow. Um, I feel like six. Now that Taco Bell has spurned you, you should go to Del Taco. And say like market yourself to Del Taco like, hey, I'm a Taco Bell expert. They fucked me over. I'm vindictive. Listen, I, if you hire me, I will destroy Taco Bell. We will conquer the bell. We will ring their bell. I, I'm gonna walk in there with a little handbell and ring it. And when everyone looks up, <laughs> I'm gonna like gesture around to be like, we can turn all this around. <laughs> I'm like, sir, please leave. <laughs> there's you know musical music starts up you just jump onto a table you have very slippery shoes just sliding everywhere what's my name i don't know please leave <laughs> <laughs> um and it's been a while but it remains true even though we haven't said it in some time big thank you to reddit user promoti jeffrey bryce oh. for use of the harmony of the new bloom uh, I think it isn't going to be featured in this episode because this is a Jackie's Chow and we never once talked about Dota even slightly. <laughs> What's a Dota? Um, but big thanks to him for for letting us use that that song for, for most episodes. Yeah. Uh, great track. You know, recently I, uh, I was like, wait a minute. Aren't there other music packs? I've just had Harmonies of New Bloom equipped for so long. And I tried a couple out yeah. and I was like, these fucking suck. And I went back to Harmonies of New Bloom. <laughs> there, there's at this point kind of a lot that are good once. And then they're like, oh, this is lower quality than the default Dota. And, but like, you know, Harmonies, Harmonies is a, it's classic. It's, it's, it's quite the. It, uh, it lasts, mm-hmm. you know, built to last. Built 
Harmony's tough. And until next time, folks, peace out. Sure. Like Greg, sure. I'm going to have to mute that too.